The reason why right-wing comedy isn't funny is because it's based on a faulty premise. The reason why lefties are actually funny is because they point at true things and exaggerate them uh, to reductio ad absurdum. That's why right-wing comedy is just gross in general. I just, I, I, I don't know. I just like, I'm sure people, I'm sure right-wingers find humor in whatever they're watching. Overall, I believe that they are simply looking for uh, any and every reason. Now, Dave Chappelle was my goat, okay? David Jebediah Chappelle. Not his real middle name. I just say everyone's middle name is either Jebediah or Robinette before you guys get mad. He was the goat. He was. Loved a lot of his uh, comedy and his humor. And yet for the past, what, five, six years now, he has not stopped trying to tackle big trans. Okay? Now, this was the, this was the response. He, his latest special is not as bad as some of his other specials, in my opinion. Some of his other, like, uh, recent specials, I mean. Obviously, Killing Him Softly clears everything that he's ever done in the past six years. However, however, at least he's, like, getting marginally better at making jokes and not simply just saying trans people are awful and demons. Like, at least he's, you know, he's moved beyond doing attack helicopter memes. However, he hasn't moved far beyond it. At least he's trying to make a joke now be, uh, instead of just, like, repeating something that you hear from Steven Crowder. But even then, it's still falls short of what his normal material looks like okay the issue however is that uh when you are so preoccupied with donking on uh trans people and and you just cannot give up on this because you think it's like an honorable and just cause because like trans people are killing comedy or something or whatever you've like cooked up in your brain whatever you've gotten yourself to believe okay it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard to make jokes uh, here, I'll show you this. <laughs> Do something else! Do something else! That's it! That's all we want! Do something else! Holy shit! Do something else! And I've talked about this quite a bit, okay? The number one problem here with Dave Chappelle is that he's no longer looking for laughter. He's looking for applause. That is the lowest form of comedy. You understand? Looking for applause over laughter is the lowest form of comedy. You are the Hannah Gadsby of being transphobic. And if I saw, if I saw this kind of humor from some up-and-comer, if I saw this kind of humor from the likes of, let's say, a Matt Reif, that's expected. If I saw it from someone who has consistently been unfunny like Bill Maher, that's expected. Dave Chappelle, on the other hand, is supposed to be up there with the goats of our generation, like Bill Burr. Doesn't he perform in liberal cities? Yeah, liberal cities are massive. What are you talking about? There's still plenty of conservative people in liberal cities. I myself have also gone and seen Dave Chappelle test out new material personally, hoping that he will like move on from the trans stuff and go back to being funny. So you're okay with him dunking on every other group? Dunking on every other group is not what comedy is about. There is a lot. I said this earlier, but I will repeat myself for the sake of this segment for those of you who just came in. Comedy comes from understanding a lot about a particular in-group. Oftentimes, that's the reason why a white person making jokes about black people can come across kind of racist, out of touch, and not funny. Whereas Dave Chappelle making jokes about black culture and black people is going to hit way harder. Okay? One is a part of the in-group and is, uh, is, is embedded, understands it, sees the humanity of it, and can make jokes about the different phenomena that 
uh, they have experienced. A cis person can make jokes about trans people. I'm a cis person. I make trans jokes all the time, okay? The difference, however, is that it's not simply me looking from the outside and going, aren't they just weird? Look at how weird they are. Look at how weird and gross these trans people are. I don't really get it. That's not exactly humor in that moment. That's simply you going, you being kind of a bully, really. But uh, it's also you just like looking at it from the outside and not really wanting to understand. That's the major difference. That's why when his jokes on, on like black culture uh, or, or white culture, white people, they hit pretty hard. Whereas his jokes on trans people just basically stay at the, at the hackiest, lowest common denominator. Specifically, his bit about Norm MacDonald is, is what I want to talk about. I believe this is it. And the only thing that got me out of that space was a comedian friend of mine, the late, great Norm MacDonald. That's right. Shout out to Norm. And what Norm did, which I'll never forget, is he knew that I was the biggest Jim Carrey fan in the world. Now, I'm not going to go all into it, but Jim Carrey is talented in a way that you can't practice or rehearse. What a God-given talent. I was fascinated with him. And Norm knew that. And he called me up and he goes, Dave, um, he says, I'm doing a movie with Jim Carrey. Um, do you want to meet him? And I said, yes, I do. And it was the first time I could remember since my father died being excited. And the movie was called Man on the Moon. I didn't know any of this. And in this movie, Jim Carrey was playing another comedian I admired, the late, great Andy Kaufman. Yes, and Jim Carrey was so immersed in that role that from the moment he woke up to the time he pee. went to bed at night, he would live his life as Andy Kaufman. I didn't know that. When they said cut, this was still <laughs> Andy Kaufman. So much so that everybody on the crew called him Andy. I didn't know any of that. I just went there to meet him, and when he walked into the room where we were supposed to meet, I screamed, Jim Carrey! And everyone said, no! And I didn't understand. And then he came over and he was acting weird. I didn't know he was acting like Andy Kaufman. He's just like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hello. <laughs> Andy? <laughs> now, in hindsight, how lucky am I that I got to see one of the greatest artists of my time immersed in one of his most challenging processes ever. Very lucky to have seen that. But as it was happening, I was very disappointed. Because <laughs> I wanted to meet Jim Carrey. And I had to pretend this nigga was Andy Kaufman. All afternoon. And he was clearly Jim Carrey. I could look at him and I could see he was Jim Carrey. Anyway, I say all that to say, that's how trans people make me feel. So that's a joke. It's crafted as a joke. It's got the structure of a joke. Dave Chappelle is a goat of comedy after all. So obviously, obviously, it's still, like, at least it, it's not like what we just showed you earlier about, like, Israeli attempts at comedy and humor, right? At least it has the crafting of the, the making of a joke. However, it's very lowest common denominator because the punchline still is, Trans people are weird and gross, and they're faking it. And 
you know, I'm sick and tired of acting like they're not, right? The punchline in and of itself for this massive crafted story from a profoundly successful storyteller is still just a really shitty, lowest common denominator uh, uh, meme. You're saying it can only be funny if it's from someone that empathizes? No. I'm not saying that you can only be funny if you empathize with said group. I'm saying that empathy oftentimes helps in developing a better understanding of the group that you are joking about. Because if you don't understand the group that you're joking about, you're just simply looking at it from the outside and going, aren't they weird? They're just weird. Like that structure, that structure that he engaged in from top to bottom, Norm MacDonald to Jim Carrey to Andy Kaufman, right? All of that has the makings of a decent joke. It has the structure. It has the writing. It's everything is sound. The punchline, however, is soft. It's predictable and it's soft. Like you built it up. You built it up. It's supposed to be the best part of it. The rule of threes, right? Like if the last, if the last piece of that joke falls flat, then you kind of crafted that for no reason. Now, what is really interesting about this in particular with Norm MacDonald is that he invokes Norm MacDonald's name, which is quite odd when he's making a joke about trans people being fake and phony and, and, and being weird and gross. Because Norm MacDonald himself was very much alive and doing comedy at a time when people were talking about trans identity in public, right? It was a, it was a part of the subject matter. And Norm MacDonald was interviewed. Uh, this is a great bit from said interview of Norm MacDonald that I'm going to read now. Terrible tribute to Norm, says Vincent, who touched on this exact type of joke in an interview. I think the ambivalence had more to do with jokes you've made about transgender people. Now, remember, a lot of people who fucking post Norm MacDonald on Twitter, uh, Norm Avatar uh, uh, Twitter accounts are oftentimes the dumbest right-wingers you've ever seen. Um, and, and plenty of people will just go, ha. You know, yeah, you just don't get it. Norm MacDonald was a super reactionary guy. Now, just like with every artist from every different industry, you're not going to like all their work, right? Norm MacDonald has a lot of hits, some misses, in my opinion. doesn't really matter, right? But here's what he had to say about a joke that he had that he cut out of his uh, special. Yeah, the other thing was a joke about Caitlyn Jenner, which, as a matter of fact, was a joke I deliberately left out of the Netflix special, Norm says. It wasn't much of a joke, really, and it's weird when you have to explain jokes that aren't that funny. The joke was about how everyone was saying Caitlyn Jenner is beautiful, but she's not really beautiful. In that joke, I went to great lengths to say you should love Caitlyn Jenner and accept her, but you don't have to pretend she's beautiful. There's no reason to do that. That was the entire point of the joke, he says, which is still a better joke than anything that Dave Chappelle has crafted about trans people. Okay? Like, the idea is, like, you know, there's, there's uh, affirming trans identity and, and saying that trans women are women, you know? And then there is uh, the notion of, of taking it one step further. One is normal and, and, and perfectly valid. The other is, like, supporting delusion. Kind of like that. Having said that, he still considered that to be not a good enough joke. He said it was pretty weak. That was the entire point of the joke. It was pretty weak. So I won't do those jokes anymore, which is fine because the reason I didn't do the joke on the special is because I came to an understanding that other people came to much sooner than I did, which is what the interviewer asked. He says, 
which is that a lot of people are idiots. You don't want to have a joke be misunderstood and then someone goes and beats up a trans person. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't make jokes about trans people at all. I myself make jokes about trans people all the time. The difference is, Norm, in this regard, was saying at least that, like, or was recognizing that he didn't fully grasp the concept, but he did grasp the secondary impact of his words, that, uh, that it plays a role in normalizing uh, transphobic sentiment, okay? And because he didn't have a good enough joke about a trans woman in that regard, he just dropped it because he thought, why do this? I don't understand this attitude towards comedy, that comedy should be scrutinized exclusively on how funny it is. Surely they can be funny jokes that we should still denounce because they're harmful. No, that's what I'm... My friend, that's precisely what I'm saying. A lot of people tune out whenever I talk about Dave Chappelle or comedy in general, but I am the number one defender of comedy in general, and, and I will duke it out with my chat on a regular basis, and I will take it to the most like neurodivergent lengths to describe to you uh, sentence crafting, joke crafting, how to write a joke, and why something is funny, or what the, what the main intention is, right? So when I'm actually criticizing Dave Chappelle, I'm not criticizing him from the perspective of like, oh, he's transphobic, and I'm triggered. Oh, it makes me so mad. I, after all, am a cisgender dude. I'm a white guy, uh, a, a cishet white guy. None of that impacts me directly. Like, I can hear someone be uh, transphobic and, and recognize the harm in that, but it's not directly harming me. It's not affecting me personally. I have the capacity to hear it and go, yeah, that's transphobic. When I criticize, when I criticize Dave Chappelle, it's not from the framework that he is transphobic. He is. We all understand that. There's no reason to defend it. I don't know why some people try to. It's like, who are you trying to appeal to? Liberals? Do you care? Do you care about liberals like being like, no, 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 Dave Chappelle has to be perceived as funny, right? You're not funny though, Hassan. I'm not. I'm not a chicken, but I know how to make an egg, okay? I know how to make a mean-ass scrambled egg. I'm not a comedian. I'm an appreciator of comedy, and I am a big fan of Dave Chappelle. What I'm trying to say is, as a big fan of Dave Chappelle, when I criticize Dave Chappelle, it's not on the basis of like, oh, he's being so rude. It's on the basis that it's hacky. And I think that's the worst thing you can do as a comedian, okay? If you're a musician, singer, songwriter, a dancer, and you can dance super well, people are going to overlook the other horrifying criminal acts sometimes that you've engaged in. If you're a football player and you beat your wife in an elevator, if you can run real fast, catch a football real good, people are going to overlook even the criminal things that you do. Same goes for comedy, okay? Same goes for comedy. You're an artist. You're a comedic talent, okay? You're going to be able to get away with a lot of uh, awful stuff that you do in your real-world life and maybe even in your stand-up specials, okay? However, the worst thing you can do as a comedian is no longer be funny. And the easiest way to no longer be funny is by looking for applause rather than laughter. And when you go for the lowest common denominator, bottom of the barrel, hacky bits, saying, don't we all feel like trans people are just fucking weird and gross? That's what you're doing. You're looking for applause. And I expect more from my former goat. Compare his work now to killing them softly and you will recognize exactly what I'm saying. I would never tell a comedian not to broach a specific subject matter. It's more so that it requires a deeper understanding for it to be actually funny and not just someone looking at it from the outside and going, that's weird, right? You're weird. You're gross, right? That's it.
Like Norm, David's a childhood hero of mine, and I can speak for hours on amazing work he did. And if you think a stand-up is a complete art form that's more than just the written jokes, he's maybe still the best alive. So this stuff just makes me genuinely sad at this point. I agree with this 100% wholeheartedly because he's still so charismatic and such a good storyteller, right? It's basically, it's like seeing, it's like seeing one of the best baseball players, right? It's like seeing Otani try to play like high school softball and whiffing, okay? It's like, how did this happen? Like, what are you doing? Is that good? Did I use a good sport reference there? It's a very well-written joke in a technical sense, although you see the punchline a mile away and is delivered flawlessly, but it's about as far from funny as you can get. It's like seeing the modern Rolling Stones. They still play well and everything, but the spark died a long time ago. Obviously, he will never fall off. He's Dave Chappelle. You've got the I liked him when I was a kid by his bro grow up. No, dude. I, I love comedy. I think comedy is very important. Okay. I, I, I think comedy is great. It's like one of the few forms of art that I consume on a regular basis. I care about it quite a bit. I don't like it when people are constantly chirping about it, especially when it's mostly unfunny people who don't care about humor at all, who don't understand it. And don't want anyone to listen to uh, jokes in general. This is part of the reason why I regularly yell at my chat whenever they go, what, that joke, I didn't understand it, which means it's bad and wrong and you shouldn't laugh at it either. Something that I've regularly defended, for example, is comedians testing out their bits. Okay? A comedian's primary purpose is to make you laugh. Okay? So when they're testing out their bits, that's the only way that they can figure out what works and what doesn't. So... Back in the uh, end of the Obama era, when the when the identity politics SJW stuff was super heated, heating up, this is what a lot of people did. They would like go to, they would go to comedy clubs and film a comedian testing out material. Sometimes the material wasn't good, right? And ripping it, uh, ripping it from the context that it's supposed to be received in, and blasting it out to an entire audience, to an entirely different audience. And then going, look, this says something about this person. This person is morally abhorrent. Dave has blood on his hands and his ride or die fans don't. It's a serious issue, kiddo. You just have lame takes. Welcome, Raider 1. What's My friend, it sounds like joke policing to me, be honest. To be honest, respectfully, dude, that's just your opinion, man. But you say somehow, say it is as fundamental truth as if a joke is not approved by Hassan, it's not funny. No, you're receiving it that way. This is my perspective. Respectfully, I'm giving you what my opinion is. I'm speaking at it from a position of authority as a Dave Chappelle fan, a long-time Dave Chappelle fan. I'm speaking at it from a position of authority as someone who defends the act of joking, okay, and jokes in general. You don't have to think that this is your opinion as well. I'm just simply crafting an argument, and you might not appreciate it, and there are plenty of people to the left of me in this chat who don't appreciate it, who think... It's far worse than just being hack material, okay? Chatters is ride or die for that terrible special. No, Chatters is ride or die to, to, to say that, like, um, that, that you can't even uh, claim that Dave Chappelle has any talent in the comedic field at all. That's, that, there's two different types of people who are currently yelling at me in the chat. Some who are saying Dave Chappelle is transphobic and therefore has never crafted a good joke and will never be able to craft a good joke 
and all of his jokes are bad. And even the crafting, uh, the structure of a joke or the storytelling aspect of it is also bad, which is not true. From my perspective, this is simply not true. Okay? And then there are other chatters that were saying, you didn't laugh at the Dave Chappelle special. You hate comedy and you're policing comedy. No, I'm not. I am a believer, a firm believer, that you can make jokes about anything. Okay? It's just that it, it, it's almost like the thing I talk about all the time with respect to accents. Okay, accents of of people who have been historically colonized. You can do it. You just have to be really good at it. Because if you're not really good at it, then it's going to be very racist, <laughs> and people are going to yell at you. <laughs> That's it. And the same thing goes for trans people. Like there is hilarity and humor in in the concept of of being trans, growing up trans, like the the. Uh, the way society perceives you, there's like there is definitely things that are funny about the culture that has been built around it, right? I make jokes about trans people all the time. The difference is it is not at the expense of trans people, and it's not usually looking at it from the outside, looking in and going, you're weird and gross, and you're fake, and you're not real, and you're doing something I don't like, and it's immoral. Someone said uh, slurs. Is There's a reason why certain people can say certain slurs, and it can be totally okay and funny. Here, a great example of this is one of the most banger, consistent segments on SNL on the weekend update is the Michael Che, Colin Jost joke swap, okay? If Colin Jost is writing jokes uh, about black people in and of itself and, and saying things that he's, like, saying there and he's written it himself, it would not be perceived in the same way when Michael Che is the one who wrote it, is sitting next to him, and the expectation is that he reads those jokes out loud and maybe even uh, and maybe even bring like a like a black civil rights leader or something to sit there and hear him say it. That's what that's where the joke comes from. That's what is a, a modifier. That's what makes it both permissible and funny. By the way, she wasn't a real civil rights leader. Lamont. I don't know who that person was. I'm just saying that it was presented as a as a civil rights uh, leader. So so that is. Uh, a great example of like uh, a great example of like w one thing in other contexts in in, uh, in in certain contexts being like weird and not funny and in other contexts being actually hilarious black trans chatter I grew up on Chappelle and loved his show and early specials on Netflix even during BLM he had much more nuanced perspective when talking about George Floyd and the experience of a black man in America it's why it sucks so much now that he's taking such a hit because of that empathy slash understanding can't be extended to another marginalized community yeah, and I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people basically uh, get stuck on the language that we're using when we're criticizing and think it's simply about uh, Dave Chappelle not being empathetic and, and he, him being uh, reactionary and, and hurting people's feelings. That's not it at all. Empathy simply allows you to understand an in-group better so you can craft jokes that are humorous instead of just looking at it from the outside. There was a good joke in there where he's talking about handicapped people and how he's going to attack handicapped people. And then he says, like, well, they're in the back seats. And he turns around and goes, um, uh, the, the handicapped person watching uh, goes, oh, my God, I thought, I, I, thought he was just, I was just here to, for him to shit on trans people. What the fuck is that about? Right? Do you get it? 